Welcome everybody to episode 17 of the Bright Verde podcast. This is your host Marcelo. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcelo Parodi FC. Today is a special day guys because we just unveiled our first ever player for Austin FC. His name is Rodney Redes. He's a Paraguayan young 20 year old uh, forward. I'm going to get into Rodney Redes in just a second. In the meantime, before we get into that, I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you guys are staying safe, not doing anything stupid. Uh, I am for sure uh, leaning more towards self-quarantining again. Uh, I kind of loosened up a little bit, but with this recent spike in coronavirus cases, you know, I think it's smart to keep it safe. And just kind of uh, just kind of chill at home, you know. There's really no no need to rush anything. And I hope you guys are are doing the same, staying safe, staying home. Um, drinking my iced coffee because you know it's Monday. Got to get my coffee. And I'm getting tatted up. I'm getting tatted up. If you don't follow me on my you know on my personal social media, uh, I'm sure you can find me somewhere on Instagram or something. But uh i'm getting a tons of tats soon i got my first one now and i'm super pumped for that i've always wanted to be tatted up um but anyways today is a very special day it will forever you know uh this episode 17 is going to be uh one for the memories because you know it's the it's the time where we announce a new player same thing for austin fc july 6th 2020 it's a very historical date for our club. And I'm going to get into how, you know, how much this means for the club in a second. Um, but first, let's talk about Rodney. So Rodney Reyes, he's, he, uh, Reyes, he's, he's new. Uh, he really just basically started his professional career a few years ago, uh, in 2018 to be exact, for his uh, club Guarani in, in Paraguay. And, you know, he started his pro- his first pro- uh, professional contract at 18. Um, he hasn't played a lot, you know, like too, too, too much. But, um, for example, in 2018, he played 26 matches, scored four goals. In 2019, he's played much more. You know, he played almost a full season, 40 matches, scoring three goals. And in 2020, obviously with Rona... He hasn't been able to play too much. He played six matches, scored two goals. Um, you can tell, though, his uh, goal-to-match ratio, uh, ratio is, is going higher. Um, and in Copa Libertadores, which is the Champions League, for those who don't know, uh, Copa Libertadores is, I think, the oldest club international club competition in the world. And um, it's the South American version of the Champions League. So in in Europe you have the Champions League, which is the European teams compete for the highest prize in the international um, setting, which is the Champions League. And then in South America you have the same thing, which is the Copa Libertadores. A lot of teams in South America uh, represent their countries and play in the Copa Libertadores. Mexico and uh, MLS 
I don't think MLS has ever played in Copa Libertadores, if I'm not mistaken. But Mexico, Liga MX teams have played in Copa Libertadores. They've done really well, actually, in the international stage, getting to the finals in some cases. Um, and it's a it's a very prestigious competition. And he's been doing fairly well. In 2020, he played eight matches, scored three goals, and he actually helped uh, Club Guarani qualified to the group stage of the Copa Libertadores which <clears throat> which was essentially I'm supposed um, I'm guessing a, a pre-qualification round and uh, he he was able to help his team reach the group stage which is great um, he was born in La Colmena Paraguay he's he's from Paraguay he's 20 years old he's actually uh, from February 22nd 2000 he's a 2000 kid and he's actually, I'm from February 21st, 1992. So he's eight years younger than me. Holy crap, this makes me feel so fucking old. I'm getting old, dude. Holy shit. Uh, so that's cool. He's a day older and eight years. I mean, a day and eight years younger than me, which is pretty dope. Uh, he's just a little bit taller than me, actually. He's 5'8". He's he's um he's actually really built. He he's he's pretty built. He looks like a young uh Hulk if you remember from uh the Brazilian player Hulk. Um he he strikes a resemblance to him. He's uh shorter, you know, he's 5'8". He has a lot of speed. He's extremely fast. I've seen a lot of highlight reels obviously of him. And understandably so, highlight reels are just highlight reels. You know, you're seeing the best that he has so far that has been recorded. And you don't see the the other aspect of his game, which is crucial. You know, obviously you can't just go off of highlight reels. I, of course, assume Claudio Reyna, Josh Wolf, they're not just going off of highlight reels. They're actually scouting these players. And the fact that uh, they say great things about him uh, is, is extremely positive. Um, he's a forward and Josh Wolf, I'm going to get into, you know, his words in a little bit, but essentially he's saying that he's extremely versatile. He can play as a winger. He can play as a striker, which is great. You know, in, in, in this more fluid modern system that we want to play, you, you need players that are, uh, versatile, who can play multiple positions. That's exactly what we're going for here. That's exactly why they were able to get Rodney Redes is because of his versatility and from his highlight reels you can definitely see that he, he can start from from wide areas and uh, beat defenders one-on-one he's extremely fast um, he can cross very well actually and it was actually very interesting because in the modern game your typical wingers now are inverted wingers so that means that if you're playing on the right hand side you you want a left-footed player that's what makes him inverted. And the reason why you want an inverted winger is because you can start from the wide areas and then cut into the box and then shoot or, you know, pass the ball or whatever you need to do to keep the game going and more fluid. And interestingly for Rodney Redes, he's playing as a right, uh, in the majority of the time as a right winger, but he's right footed from what I can tell. He also has a lot of um, uh, highlights with his left foot. He can shoot, he can pass with his left foot, but it seems like his primary uh, foot is, is the right one. 
and a lot of his play, he, he was crossing really well, and which is very interesting. I just wanted to point that out because you don't typically see that in, in the modern game anymore. Um, so that, that was pretty cool. And he, he typically was, uh, would play from the right-hand side. And then a lot of the times, if the game was um, more heavily sided to the left, you know, if, if the action was t uh, towards the left, um, his teammates would cross the ball and he would pretty much finish the play as a, as, as a regular striker. He would, he would um, run straight into the box and he would play as, as a typical number nine. So that's very promising. That's very, uh, very interesting. The fact that he can just go from, from winger to striker, which is what you want typically, obviously, in a modern game. So I think that's a huge reason why uh, they liked him so much. And then you get into the price. So Austin FC didn't, <clears throat> didn't officially release the amount of money that we paid for Rodney Redes. But according to ESPN, they're saying that it could cost approximately 2.75 million euros. I mean, uh, dollars. And I'm so used to the, the euros. Uh, 2.75 million dollars. And he would come in as a young designated player, which I believe we have uh, two uh, possible young DPs that we can sign and three uh, regular DPs. So this is um, opening the door for bigger stars, you know, possibly uh, bigger, more expensive uh, players coming in as, as regular designated players. And then him taking up that young DP role, I think, is, um, is a great uh, signing and a great idea. Um, they say that for young DPs, the maximum wage bill is of two hundred thousand dollars. So, I mean, that's a good amount of money for a young DP. I think if you're coming in from South America, obviously, what you're making in your home country is not going to be anything close to that two hundred thousand um, dollars. So, I think that definitely is enticing for him. Um, it's enticing for the league as well because they can get more young, talented players for cheaper. And, you know, he'll be 21 by the time he comes to Austin. He'll be making around $200,000. I don't know exactly. Um, and he's only costing $2.75 million. Now, of course, that sounds ridiculous, me saying only $2.75 million because it's not my money. But in terms of the global, you know, market, or just not even global, but in, in MLS and, and North America... Or in the Americas, 2.75 million for a young attacker is a promising attacker is not bad. It's actually pretty cheap. And I think moving forward, this is going to be, I think, our, our policy, at least for the foreseeable uh, upcoming years, is getting young players for cheap and making a profit. And selling them to Europe or to a Liga MX team or whatever, um, or even like a bigger MLS team like LAFC or LA Galaxy, and making a profit, which I think is totally doable. For example, with Rodney Redes, if he comes in and does fairly well for us, maybe gets in the double digits, uh, scoring goals, 
some assists, and he he does pretty good. I think in a few years um, he would definitely be moving to Europe, and his two point seven five million could end up being super cheap, and we could sell him. You know, if he does really well for about ten million or something like that uh, somewhere else, and for a young uh, player from South America who then could really step it up in the international stage and he could become much more expensive. So I think it's a good it's a good signing. And one of the reasons he said he wants to come to MLS is because he wants to reach the national team, the, the Paraguay uh, national team. And I think at Austin FC he could certainly uh, get to those heights because... MLS is an is a global league. It's watched around the world. It's actually one of the most available leagues in the world. And he's going to be in this uh new kind of a uh, stage where he can show his his ability, his skill and his, you know, he he, he could really go to new heights with Austin FC and MLS. So I think it's a it's a smart move for him as well. And I think it's totally doable and hopefully we can help him reach those heights. So moving into what we actually um said about him in in our press release. Uh let's see. So Rodney Redes spoke and said uh, and I quote it is an honor to join Austin FC as the first uh, player signing in club history, and I am excited for the, the opportunity to advance my career in Major League Soccer. I look forward to representing Austin in competition and in the community. End quote. You know, right here is exactly what we were talking about. He wants to advance his career, and obviously MLS is a great stage for him to do that. And then he said, and I quote, I've been watching Major League Soccer closely, and I'm very excited to begin working with Coach Wolf to further develop my skills in a global league that has helped other Paraguayan players reach new heights. End quote. Again, exactly what we just said. Um, he wants to be in a global league, which will give him a new stage, and of course, reach the heights of other Paraguayan players um, who were able to get to the national team. So... Again, totally doable here. Um, and then Claudio Reina spoke about Rodney Redes, and he said, and I quote, Rodney is a dynamic attacking player, and we are proud to welcome him as the first signing in the history of Austin FC. Rodney is precisely the sort of player we intend to attract to Austin FC. At a very young age, he has already registered strong performances and collected valuable big-name experience in major competitions. I am pleased that we will capitalize on this brief July transfer window to sign Rodney and our staff looks forward to working closely with him. End quote. Great right here by by Claudio Reina. Again, uh, nailing the fact that he's a young, dynamic, attacking player, which is what, what we want. And then Coach Josh Wolf said, and I quote, the words I use to describe Rodney are versatility and impactfulness. Rodney is a young player with qualities that, are, that can strongly influence any match as a result of his positional flexibility, eye for goal, and clear finishing quality. 
I am very pleased that we have secured a rising talent who demonstrates goal-scoring ability in both the Copa Libertadores as well as the domestic league, and I believe that our supporters will appreciate his hunger and willingness to make Austin FC successful. End quote. This is a great quote from Coach Wolf because I'm going to get into the meat of what he's trying to say. Well, what he's saying here, and this is why I think he was definitely signed is because of his positional flexibility like we talked about eye for goal and clear finishing quality like i said right winger who can also play i saw a little bit of left winger and striker so he can move anywhere in the front three positions which is fantastic he also has an eye for goal as we can say uh as, as we can see with his uh stats and his highlight reels he does have an eye for goal, and he can definitely finish. So um, those qualities, I think, speak very highly of Rodney Redes and why uh, both Claudio Reyna and Josh Wolf uh, really wanted to bring him in. And then uh, Anthony Precourt, obviously majority owner and CEO of Austin FC, said, and I quote, This is a very proud moment for the club and the community. Rodney is a dynamic young player who's eager to come to Austin, score goals, and develop within the system that Claudio and Josh intend to create or in our in our inaugural season. End quote. You know, nice pre-court. Thank you for making this happen. Um So yeah, so he's gonna be he's officially signed for us. He's gonna go back officially on loan to Club uh Club Guarani, and he's gonna be there until the remainder of the season, and then in 2021. He's going to come, you know, to the capital of Texas. Uh, so great stuff here. Um, I think it's going to be, and this is what I was going to get into in the beginning of the podcast when I said what this means for the club. This was a crucial signing because you want your first signing to kind of dictate what what you want your club to be viewed as, you know? You're kind of setting the momentum, setting the pace, setting the standard for what Austin FC is. And I love the fact that the the player that we got is a young, attacking, South American forward. That's pretty much, that says it all, you know. That says who we want to be, what we want to do, how we want to play. And that's extremely exciting for me. Because this reminds me of like an Atlanta United, an LAFC, uh, teams with young attacking players. Um, you know, LAFC has Diego Rossi, who is, you know, extremely talented. Brian Rodriguez, who is really talented as well. Um, Atlanta, obviously, with Miguel Almiron, with uh, Joseph Martinez. Um, so players like these. Uh, uh, Piti Martinez as well um, so really talented players uh, who are exciting to watch because ultimately and I've said this before but I'm going to say it again I don't care I watch soccer because I want to be entertained okay it's an escape of course you want your team to win obviously it's a competition but at the end of the day it's a game and I this is going to sound ridiculous, but I don't care. I'd rather lose and have fun and be entertained and and leave 
you know, my TV or in this case, the stadium because I'm going to be there. Premium terrace seats. You know, I want to watch the game in my premium terrace seats and and be happy and be, you know, and had fun. What's the use of me being in my precious premium terrace seats and be bored as hell? Even though we got the win. Of course, the win is welcome. But the win is an addition to the to the entertaining and fluid, you know, system that we want to play. And good things come with great with great work. And if, if you play to win, to attack, to score, that's what I want to see. That is, I think, uh, the great mindset of the game. I want to see us attack, score, and try to win by playing an attacking, entertaining way rather than try to win by being defensive, parking the bus, you know, doing nothing and waiting for the opponent's mistake for you to capitalize on that mistake. I think that's I think that's the coward way of playing. I don't want Austin FC to be a coward club. I want us to be a proud club. A cur- courageous club who is not afraid of of losing. You know what I mean? That's why I think this is crucial. That's why I think this is important is for us to get this right from the beginning. And I think even though he's not well known, you know, I did not know who he was. I'm not going to sit here and preach and be that person that's like, well, I, I know who Rodney Reathers was. No, I, I, I don't know who he was. I saw a tweet last night about him potentially joining MLS with an undisclosed club. Turns out to be it was Austin FC. But I didn't know who he was. And honestly, I don't think any one of us knew who he was. Okay? But that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't have to be a Carlos Vela type player. Obviously, that speaks much higher of the ambition of the club. And I think LAFC, being where they are, um, it made sense for them to go and spend massive amount of money to get Carlos Vela. I'm not expecting that from Austin FC, and I don't think anyone of us should. But you know, it, it says a lot. You know, if when LAFC signed Carlos Vela, you're like, okay, holy shit, Th- this is a a a a club to be uh, scared of. Th- this is a club that's gonna, uh, you know, fight for the title from the very first season. And when you put that into perspective with Austin FC, obviously we got Rona, so that that derailed some of our probably uh, some of our negotiations with players but you know i think when you put it into perspective it's a good it's a good um it's a good sign and i'm just genuinely happy because even though i don't know ronnie redes i can tell the the ambition is there uh from him and from the club and um it's just it's it's a good sign in my opinion. And then I want to also get into another little quote here that uh, Coach, uh, Coach Wolf mentioned here. He said, let me see if I can find it. He spoke about his humbleness. And I can't really find it, but he said that 
he he liked what he saw from Rodney on and off the pitch. And I think that's important because again, what I was saying in previous podcasts is you want somebody who who is good off the pitch, a good person. And they were saying that Rodney Redes is is very humble and uh and ambitious. And if if you have that both on and off the pitch, I think that's that's good regardless, you know. Um, he's gonna be a good a good player for us, and I'm just so excited that finally the the ball has been you know rolled. We have a a new player, our first ever player, and this is historic for the club. And I'm super proud to be here to talk about this. And I would like to know what what you guys think about Rodney Redes. Uh, if you knew about him actually before. He was announced to Austin FC. Um, but yeah, I, I think I want to keep it to this for today's episode because there's really not much to talk about. Um, MLS is back is coming in uh, two days. There has been a lot of cases for coronavirus uh, for MLS players, actually. And MLS has been awfully quiet, just kind of keeping it you know, tight, not really saying it much. I think that's very worrisome, and I, I really don't like that. I think that's kind of shady, um, because we forget that this is America, and Americans, while I'm proud to be an American, many of my fellow uh, Americans are dumb as a rock, and it's you know they they try to create a bubble for the tournament but a bubble works when everyone does their part to be part of the bubble and if if somebody's not you know doing the best that they can that bubble is going to pop because you don't really need much to pop the bubble it's so sterile that any sort of um any sort of disruption to it is going to cause major havoc into that bubble. And we're already seeing that with multiple cases of people having COVID. So we'll see what they say. You know, I, I doubt they're going to say anything in two days because the tournament is about to kick off. They're not going to say jack eh, shit. Um, and that's not cool. But nonetheless... I'm a hypocrite. I'll watch the cl- uh, the competition because I'm excited to see MLS again. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, we're on all social media. We're everywhere. We got Facebook and Instagram at BrightVertedPod. Uh, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast uh, by just typing Bright Verde. And then we're on YouTube as well. You can just follow us, uh, subscribe on YouTube, Bright, Bright, Bright Verde, and um, on Twitter at Marcelo Parodi FC, M A R C E L O P A R O D I F C. That's my Twitter account. You can find me there. Talk a lot of shiznit on Twitter, um, but definitely if, if if you wanna you know pitch any ideas, anything for the podcast. Uh, you're more than welcome to in any of those social media channels. 
And yeah, thank you guys for listening to yet another episode, episode 17. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the love, the support, uh, people buying merch, uh, sharing my podcast on their Instagram stories, etc., etc. It really means the world to me. This is my passion, and I'm just so happy that I get to do it. And people are, you know, generally interested in what what we have to say. So thank you for listening. And if you want merch with the new logo, hit me up. I'm trying to get more shirts. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening. And I will see you guys in the next week's episode. Later.